Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to The World in 10, stories from around the world and analysis of them uh, that you won't get anywhere else, courtesy of The Times of London. I'm Alex Dibble. And I'm Laura Cook. We've got a wonderful mix of stories for you today. The Times has revealed a row within the US team in the run-up to the Ryder Cup. Sam Bankman-Fried, remember him? The I crypto do. boss who went from 40 billion to bankrupt in days. Uh, we're going to hear about how that happened and a whole lot more besides. So, the Ryder Cup. Have you been glued to your screens over the weekend? Europe won 16.5 to 11.5 over the United States in Rome. Speculation over that loss ranged from lack of preparation to illness, but today the Times can reveal more chaos behind the scenes in that US team. Yeah, this was about stuff that was going on essentially weeks before they all turned up in Rome, and it concerns one of the US players called Xander Schuffle, who was nearly, the Times can reveal, kicked off the team. Now, the context of all this is that US players do not get paid for playing in the Ryder Cup. But Schauffele's dad has spoken to the Times' Tom Kershaw in Rome and has said that, amongst other things, Netflix, Netflix, uh, was causing divisions in the camp. Now, I asked Tom to explain a bit more, and he sent me this note. Hi, Alex. So, yeah, the story revolves around a sort of lingering pay dispute in the lead-up to this Ryder Cup, the conditions that, that you sign as part of competing on the Ryder Cup team with the PGA of America. Uh, and there were certain points in that contract that he took issue with and led to a, a standoff that has essentially put Zona Shoffley's place in doubt, or as, as his dad is quoted as saying in the piece. Uh, and one of those issues was that Netflix, who have this documentary series full swing where they get sort of unprecedented access into the locker rooms and on the PGA Tour they were set to be given the same sort of access at the Ryder Cup but a player like Zonda Shoffley for instance hadn't signed up to appear in that and wouldn't uh, wouldn't benefit financially directly uh, from Netflix getting that access so it became a bit of a standoff of of letting them get that access but it, it, that's really just one small issue in, in the wider um, wider disputes about players feeling entitled to be remunerated for playing. So going back to that Netflix issue, the US team voted no access. So in the next season of Full Swing, there'll be no Ryder Cup. 
So, Sam Bankman-Fried, a familiar name to many, and it may be more so in the coming days as a trial is just about to start in the United States. The crypto whiz kid, he stands accused of fraud and denies the charges. Yes, Sam Bankman-Fried was the owner of FTX, the crypto exchange firm which spectacularly collapsed last year losing 40 billion dollars in just a few days remarkable stuff and one man who saw the whole thing close up was michael lewis because he was writing a book on sam bankman fried entitled going infinite the rise and fall of a new tycoon now, let's concentrate on the Bahamas now, because by this point, FTX was operating out of there. Now, Michael described to us how these events, these spectacular events, played out in front of his eyes. I had been in the Bahamas the end of October. I had to come home for personal reasons. I basically turned right around and went back. And I got back there the day that Sam, alone in a dark room, signed the bankruptcy papers. The drama starts on like a Saturday or Sunday, and it ends on a Friday. The Bahamas I left had several hundred employees. They all thought they were making millions of dollars. They, the Bahamas I came back to, everybody had fled. You could have lived off what they left behind for a year. Food, alcohol. It was just a, a, a panic uh, the minute it started to go wrong. And you can hear more from Michael on our sister podcast, Stories of Our Times, an episode called Sam Bankman-Fried, the inside story from the author of The Big Short. That's available by the time you get up on Tuesday morning. Now we're going to cast your minds back to May, to India, and a truly awful incident. A mob came into a village, stripped two women naked, mocked them, assaulted them. They were taken into a field and raped. And two male relatives were beaten to death trying to save them. Yeah, this was in Manipur, the state uh, which has been kind of beset with terrible ethnic violence. Uh, 50,000 people ended up fleeing um, after that incident in May, mainly from the Kuki tribes, which are in the minority, and therefore they are most in danger. Yes, and the Times diplomatic correspondent Catherine Philp tracked down a man who was there. Not just there, one of the women was his wife. The husband was actually is the village chief and he saw this all happen in front of him, but was unable to intervene because he was being held. He was being held at at gunpoint by um, the people that had stormed into the village. And so he described to me, you know, what had really gone on and what he'd actually seen. The, the thing that stood out most from his account was this sense of utter helplessness that he had, um, that he uh, wasn't able to uh, protect his wife or his younger cousin. You know, and that sense of helplessness, I think, um, was the emotional core of what he was telling me. I mean, he's obviously extremely distressed about not only that event, um, how his wife is recovering from it, but also what's happened to their community. I mean, he told me that the day before the um, this mob attacked their village, he had been trying to hold talks with community leaders about how to bring down the tensions. I mean, he, that village has been burned down, as many of the Kuki um, villages in the hills have been. Uh, and they are they are in hiding. He and his family, the two women involved, 
Um, so he he came across as someone who's just pretty traumatized by what's happened and unsure of you know, the future and what's going to happen um, in, in Manipur and whether life there can ever go, ever go back to what it was before. We really would urge you to go to the Times website and read Catherine's piece in full. If you don't have a digital subscription, you will need to take one out. But this is the kind of journalism that you get if you've got one. It is an incredible piece, which also weaves in the politics behind it and how the government, Narendra Modi, the Prime Minister, um, are accused of siding in this ethnic violence war. Um, it is essential reading. Now, there are so many stories on the Times website that we really enjoyed. We wanted to bring as many of them uh, to you as possible. So we're going to do a sort of quick fire run through a few of them now, aren't we? We are. We head to Barcelona first and after 141 years, if you can believe it, (laughs) Gaudi's famous Sagrada Familia towers are finally complete. Yes, four towers. This is the famous church that you'll have seen in pictures. Four towers representing the four gospel writers are now complete and the tallest tower dedicated to Jesus should be finished in 2026 and then the whole thing will be done. Very impressive. From one revamp to another. Do you like what I did there? (laughs) Very nice. little shoehorn in to Washington now with the £118.8 million facelift. Phew, for the UK embassy. It's taken five years. If you go on the Times website, there are photos from inside the new revamped building, including artwork. Andy Warhol's portrait of Elizabeth II is there. And a top diplomat told us it puts the UK on the map in Washington, D.C. And so it should for that price tag. Mm. Now, finally, in the workplace, if you want to blow your own trumpet... Try adding in a little praise for your colleagues. (laughs) Yes, this is a study by three US universities. And essentially it found that if you highlight your colleagues' achievements at the same time as highlighting your own, you can not only come across as competent, but also warm and like a team player. Well done. On all your stories today, Alex, I think I've done a great job, but you've done a better one. <laughs> your your choice of stories, Laura, has been world class. <laughs> um, and your treatment of them flawless. <laughs> um, that is it for The World in 10. Uh, we will be back tomorrow as normal. It's been lovely to have your company. Bye-bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.